Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank God that finally I'm here. Ah, God, I was so troubled in my spirit all day. And I was just like, God, please, I promise I'm going to come for podcast. Please make it possible. I was just, and I want to thank God that God has made it possible. I prayed about it in the morning prayers. So I was just expecting God to do his work. In fact, I didn't know how he was going to do it, but I was just praying and believing. And eventually, the Lord did it. So, children of God are to tell us that there is nothing too small to, to pray about. And when you pray about it, believe me, the Lord will do something. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for bringing me for this podcast this evening. Let that be your holy name. Thank you, Lord, because our God has answered prayers. You are the Lord Jehovah, that answered by fire. You are the Lord Jehovah, that answered by fire. Thank you, Lord, for these consecutive days that you have been helping us to come for this podcast. First day was five podcast, second seven, today, then third, and I think today is the third day that we have been consistent. Or maybe the fourth day. Father, I'm so grateful. I, I can't thank you enough. Because this has been a burden on my heart for for weeks. Because we we are rushing seven weeks podcast now. And if God is making it possible now, it means everything that has to that uh, embargo, that the things that you removed. That is making it to run faster now. Father, I'm so grateful for this. I return all the glory to your name. Father, we are here again to learn from you. Everything we are learning, they are not of the things of this world. They are not entertaining. They are the things speaking to our spirit. Speaking to our mind. Speaking to that part of all that, that only us know about. And nobody, we cannot even share it with anyone. But God alone is the only one that has access to it. So those are the those are the parts of our hearts that you are speaking to. Oh Lord, we are here again to learn from you. Father, please open our understanding. Open our hearts. Father Lord, let us hear from you. Let us obey you. Give us the grace to do your will. Uh, somebody was talking about an, uh, an experience. Or let me say, maybe it was like uh, an illustration or maybe it was a story. I don't know. Maybe the boy said, Father, I am reading this Bible, but I'm not even getting anything out of it. Then the father said, okay, take this basket and take it. Go and use it to fetch water at the stream. It was a very dirty basket. Then each time he goes and comes back, there is nothing in the basket before he gets home. The whole water has poured on the floor. And then the father said, at the time, the boy said, Father, this water, this basket doesn't hold water. I'm not even, I can't even fetch water with it. But the father said, look at the basket. Is, is this changing? As the color changed, like, is it still dirty? He said, no, it's getting cleaner. He said, that is how the word of God is. Every day as we are hearing it. It might look as if, ah, what is the effect? What is it even doing for me? But little by little, it's having its effect on our lives. Father, Lord, we thank you. And I thank you for the people that you are bringing to listen to this podcast. 
Father Lord, I appreciate you because I keep seeing increase every day. So I know that you are bringing people to listen to it and it's doing something in their lives, in our lives, not just them, also me too. Father, we thank you so much for this. Blessed be your name. Father, we want to hear from you again today. This seven podcast of today, please fill me and refill me, enable me, equip me. Father, the power I need, the spirit of God that I need to be able to do it and do it to the glory of your name. Father, give it to me in the name of Jesus. At the end of everything today, we want all glory to return to you. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayers. Blessed be your name. Father, please speak through me. Put your words in my mouth. All these things are very powerful. They are not just entertaining at all. They are like pulling down the stronghold of Satan in the heart of, of everyone. But it's not my word. It's your word. Father, Lord, let your word that you are sending out. Let it do what you are sending out to do. Let it pull down every stronghold in the heart of every man in the name of Jesus. Let every knee begin to bow. At the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, let every stronghold, everything that is trying to raise itself against God in the heart of everyone, let them begin to bow at the utterances of this world in the name of Jesus. I sanctify the environment in the blood of Jesus. I sanctify myself in the blood of Jesus. If you are go back to the sinners. More grace to function in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for grace. I pray for auction. I pray for motivation i pray for enthusiasm i pray for zeal everything i need oh lord the spirit of god the power of god to go far and wide and to continue to move without stopping i receive this power in jesus name we have prayed amen it's important that we have that uh, long it's important that we have that long prayer because firstly, uh, it's it's new. It's new. It's the first one in the in today. You understand. Then secondly, because of all the challenges I had before, God could even help me to come. So I know that this is the battle of the spirit. It's no longer physical. So, but the Lord has overcome. May God. May God's name be praised for this in Jesus' name. So the title of this podcast is What Can Separate Us from the Love of Christ? I can't remember. Maybe that's everything I wrote. <laughs> but then that is what uh, the passage of where we are, we are picking it. That is what it says there. So we want to learn about this. We have been learning for a few days. We have been learning our Christian work, our Christian faith, our stand in the Lord. So today we want to learn. What can separate us from the love of Christ? What can separate us from the love of Christ? And again, I say, what can separate us from the love of Christ? We want to go to Romans chapter 8. Okay, maybe it's who shall separate us. Maybe it's not what can separate us. It's not what... But then it's what I wrote to what? Let's put what? So let's go from that verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? 
As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm, deep. Hmm. 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 This is this is an experience of uh, uh, what's his name of Paul the apostle. In fact, I was thinking in this place that that he was talking about. Um, he was beaten, he was shipwrecked, but now I see that it's not the same place. But that place I don't even know it. Maybe it's this same chapter. Let me look. And we know that it works with Degla for good. For whom he did for no, he did for destiny. What shall we then say? If God be for us can be against us, he has spent not his own. Who shall lay anything to the child of God's let? It is God that justifies. Who is it that condemned it is Christ that died? Yea, rather that is written. No, it's not this chapter. You know, there was a chapter of the Bible too that he was talking about his sufferings. Then he now saying all these things we are more than conquerors. Or is it this place he said we are more than conquerors? Or is this place <laughs> is this place that he said we are more than conquerors through him that loved us? Is this place? But really, I thought they are the same passage. But then, no problem. If we didn't even see that place, no problem. So, this one, the Lord will use it to speak to us. So, what are we? What are we? What is God trying to tell us in this podcast today? Because the topic looks like, how are we going to say it? How are we going to? You understand? Like, what do you want us to learn? So, what does God want us to learn from this podcast today? He's trying to tell us the testimony of a man of God. I said nothing will separate us from the love of Christ too. So what does God now want us to learn from that kind of man? What could what could make somebody go through all these things? And she say, No, I will not leave this God stay. <laughs> you know, you should you should you should ask. You see a lot of marriages today. They will, the woman will be going through a lot there. And then they say, Leave this man now. I say, you start stay there. You understand? Now with all these things that this man is going through, he said, shall tribulation that's 35, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. It's, and all these things that you say, no, I will still not leave God. I will still stay there. <laughs> you know, it will look like, uh, so what is so special about staying with this Jesus Christ that you are saying, I'm not going to leave? Someone like me now, that I've been sharing my testimonies on this podcast about things that I've been through and the Lord has brought me out. And then somebody will be like, ah, look at the time that um, Job, he said, cause God and die, you understand? And Job said, ah, you are talking like a foolish woman. You understand? And he said, I will, I will wait on the Lord. Though he slay me, I will wait on him. So now we are, we are not asking. <laughs> What could make somebody stay that 
strong with God and say, I'm not going to leave this God. What is so special that you are loving God that much? You are loving Jesus that very much? Let's start our discussion from there. What is so special? Yesterday we learned about uh, how to be really saved. He that is born of God. The real born again. What it means. And then now they promise you that when you are born again, okay, you will not be able to sin. And then when you not get there, you not be going through a lot. You'll be seeing tribulations, you'll be seeing persecution, you'll be seeing famine, you'll be seeing nakedness, perish, sword, all these things. And then you now say, uh, through him that I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now somebody is now asking you, they ask you to be saved, but... Now you are going through all these things in this, your salvation. And you are saying you will stay there. So what's so special about it that you are saying you will continue to stay there? Live now, like the Job's wife that said, cause God that die now. So what is so special that you are saying you will stay there? Let's ask ourselves. Let's discuss it. Maybe that is, let's start from the discussion there. Maybe that's where God wants us to start this discussion. Let's ask ourselves, what is so special about salvation? That we are all asking ourselves, we are teaching ourselves to be saved. We are teaching ourselves to stay in salvation. We are teaching ourselves to have the true salvation. And when we are we are battling with sin, we know that we have to still go back and get saved. But then, now you are saved and you are saying, and you are meeting some challenges, some tribulations. People don't like you. They don't want to regard you. You know, there are times that I, I have been in that situation too. Some people, I really love to be friends with them. But because of the bad things they do, they will not like me. They will not love to be company with me. You understand? And at a, at a time like that, you will feel like, ah. As an enemy too, I'm doing bad things with them like this. They will like me. You understand? We will see this cosmos of all these things I'm saying in some of the podcasts of today. You understand? And you now be like, ah, so what was so special about this salvation? What was so special about this love of God? That despite everything you are going through, you are saying nothing will separate me from this love of God. Say, I'm gonna, gonna stay with this love of God. Say, <laughs> So what is so special? So let's talk about what is so special about the love of God. First of all, it gives you a life of peace. That song says, have God's happiness, have God's peace of mind. I have God. have God's happiness in the Lord, wonderful peace of my sins. I've found the Lord. Then another song says, I found a friend who is all to me. His love is ever true. I love to tell how he lifted me and what his grace can do for you. Saved by his love divine, saved by his love divine. Life now is sweet and my joy is complete for I'm saved, saved, saved. So those are the things you enjoy. Life will be sweet. For for heaven's sake, why would somebody be going through all these things? And then you are saying, I'm going to gonna stay there. Say, did you see that place I said? In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us. 
it means there is there is one of the benefits of salvation of staying with god of remaining in the in the lord <coughs> of having the love of god in you when joseph was in the prison when when they lied on him because he, he could he wouldn't sleep with his boss wife and they threw him in the prison it was it was a it was not a pleasant situation but there was that joy in his heart that is what happens i've shared one of my experiences one time too i said i went to that boy's house that day he has been disturbing me come and visit me i don't have time to to uh, um, i don't even know like what is the english i even want to say like it's only it's only at night that will be saying come and visit me come and visit me and i'm not like ah, i'm not a prostitute now he said and eh, if you now want to start a relationship how will you now do the relationship so i now say okay well, let's try you because me i was always at home and i was feeling lonely at home so i was just like ah, let me just find somebody that i will just you know just hang out like just talk talk not going to somebody's house safe and even if it's somebody's out, not nice. But that guy was always, he's always busy in the day. Oh. So that and I said, okay, let me go. He promised, don't worry, by money, I'm going to give you money. Just use your own taxi money first. And then in the, in the, and then I got there, okay, let's have discussion. As you said, you want discussion now. He said, no, he doesn't have discussion. He's going to his bed. Oh. He said, me, I come to his bed. I said, never. You understand? Never. He said he would call security. I said, call the security. Is this security you should call? No, 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 no. He didn't call security. So his body calmed down and went and sleep. And in the morning, he didn't even say hello to me. He didn't even say hi to me. He didn't even greet me. I didn't sleep on his bed, though. I just find another place to sleep. In fact, I wanted to sit down all night safe. Because I, I thought it was just, let's, let's talk, you understand? How would you want to be in a relationship and you will not even talk? You understand? The money he didn't give me that money, and I didn't have enough money. I had to go and use public transport. You understand? But the joy I felt that day it was as if I was flying in the sky, like my feet left the 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 ground and I was walking in the air. That was how I felt that day. The joy was too much for me. That God, thank you so much that I didn't become another trash. Was it this guy? Because obviously a guy that doesn't know you from anywhere, he sees you like a trash. So the following morning, he just said, get out of my house. The same way he treated me, that's the same way he would have treated me if he had his way with me. But some girls would be like, what if he now uh, says he has a relationship with you? He will never respect you. You have learned about it, the cause that God placed on women. That the way this cause works is by the time you decide to obey man, instead of obeying God, you will just find out that the cause will just work normally on you. It will not just, you will not just be able to save yourself. The man will be injuring you, um, hurting you. You can't save yourself, and the cause will be working on you. You understand? I felt, I felt at peace that day. So those are the things that you enjoy. Look at Joseph. He was in the prison, but the Lord said, but the Bible says the Lord was with Joseph. Somebody would have thought, ah, even even Job when Job was was going through his trials. He said he knows the way that I take. He knew that God was with was with him in that situation. When the wife said call God and that he knew that uh uh-uh, uh how can you receive so much from God and then just for one day you want to now cause that God are you you are not being fair you are not being a good person. 
Even your children, is it every time that they do good to you? But this, there is joy in your heart. Even when they wrong you, you know that they will still do good to you another day. You understand? So those are the things that you enjoy. You have joy. You have peace. Some, uh, some of the prayers I, I, I watch, they say that some people, they cannot sleep in the night. You as a child of God, you sleep in the night anytime you want to sleep. Some people, like I've said in uh, some of the videos I was watching, the man said he goes to sleep on that inside cemetery every night. He has cemetery inside his house. I mean, what do they call it? Burial ground. He has um, coffin in his house. Then he dug a hole and put the coffin there. That's where he sleeps every night. Is it normal? With all the money, with all the beautiful houses, with all the beds in his house, he cannot sleep on them. But he can only sleep inside that coffin. But you as a child of God, you can sleep peacefully. Look at people looking for wealth by all means. They are going through a lot. So these are the things. That is why Paul the Apostle said, nothing will separate us from the love of Christ. All these things we are going through, they should not separate us from the love of Christ. They should bring us closer. It's one of the things I always say on my prayer meeting on YouTube. I say, ah, thank God for all this, my trials, that they are the things that brought me closer to God. That is where my online prayer started from. That is where podcast started from. If I didn't have it, how will I know that I should go and start praying? You know, I've said it here too one time. That the Lord, if God sees that you are becoming too weak or too relaxed, God will just push one situation to you that will make you to start praying again. And when you are praying, you are becoming strengthened spiritually. So it's not at that time that you should not be looking for easier way out. I watched a video today, the, not new view, but you know all these confession videos. The lady was saying she has she didn't have child for a long time, and then the when her husband said he will go and marry another woman, then she now went to uh, people that do rituals. About do I put it? You understand that it's not really godly way to have child. She said now she has three children. And in my mind, I'm just like, mm, it is well. You know, in our own view as human beings, we will be like, we we can't see far. We can't see everything. If you are praying, and then God has no answer, then pray more, because that is the only way to speak to God. Pray more. The, the gift of God is without repentance. This one that she she specified that she has three children. Maybe the children are, are, are suffering, I don't know. Maybe the devil will want to collect the child, one, the children one day. She doesn't know. She's just saying she has children. She has... It's not true. The trials are not to take us away from God. They are not to say... Look at, look at uh, Paul the Apostle. He had a thorn in his flesh. The Bible says three times he asked the Lord to remove it. And God said, my, my grace is sufficient for you. But because of one thing that God brings to you, you now start looking for another way. Then by the time you, the devil will give you that thing, but then he takes another thing from you. You think he will give you free. The lady, did, I'm sure the lady did not finish everything. But somebody will hear that one now. Say, ah, she too, she wants to go and try, uh, try, um, other method that is no God. Don't do it. Allow that situation to bring you closer from God. 
Don't let it take you away from God. Today, God is teaching us that nothing should separate us from the love of God. Not even famine. I remember when people left Ukraine and I was like, God, is it not famine I'm going into like this? But they didn't go into famine. But God is even saying, even if it is famine, no, it should not separate you from the love of Christ. Even if we have to go hungry, don't let it separate you from the love of Christ. Because that is the only person that can be with us in all situations. Have you listened to this song before? Uniduro mi eshe mu. And it's true. I experienced it a lot of times. If it's human being that is standing by you, they will tell you, I'm tired. I cannot do it again. I cannot help you. So that means if you decide to leave that God that, that can always help you at all situations, the Lord has always been there for me at all situations. Because this between this yesterday and today, you know, I stood there, I was really down in some situations, the Lord has come through for me again in miraculous ways I cannot even express. That is how God does for his children. So that, that's the reason, that's one of the reasons why you should not allow anything to separate you from the love of God. If he puts a thorn in your flesh, Jesus, God, God told Paul, he said, my strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. So that you don't become, you don't become proud. You don't start looking down at everybody that's this one. Um, I have more spirit than him. I have more Holy Spirit than him. I am more powerful than him. But that thing, because it's there, it will make you to always be humble. You know, that is this is one of the prayers I keep praying to God. Please, always keep me humble. Help me. Don't let me look at myself like I, I am better than anybody. There's nobody that is better than anybody. We are all one in the eyes of god even god is that is greater than us we still get closer to him and he still allow us to get closer to his throne so if god now go and put one big door that's because we are low to him so are we, how are we going to be able to get close to him you understand I always pray you understand so that, that those are the reasons we can't really understand that is why that passage of the bible says, for the thoughts i have for you are thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end meaning that Whatever God is allowing you to pass through, don't allow man. Job did not allow his wife, no matter how close that woman is to his soul. Look at look at Adam. How many men are behaving like Adam today? You know, it's just this recently that I'm beginning to have a different picture of <clears throat> of what men really are. Before I had this very high esteem for men, like you know, the, when I was growing up, now you know. Maybe it's because those men I was used to, they are the elderly men. Maybe that is the reason why I had that imagination of seeing men as knowing things like they are always always at the forefront to do things right. But as I was as I'm growing older now and I'm meeting a lot of men, they are most of them are just behaving anyhow. They are just doing things anyhow, always wanting to sleep with my mind. That kind of guy that I said, let's talk. And they said, come to my bed. Before, I used to think men are not even the ones doing all this. It's the girls that are coming to them to say, I want to sleep with you. Sincerely, this is what I used to think before. I'm, I'm telling you. This is what I used to think before. Until recently, I started seeing that men are so... That they are opposite of what I used to think they are. You understand? Even the guy I always talk about, I took him as a very high esteem that... This man, we, this man loves the Lord that 
if he wants to choose wife like this, he's not going to be the type that will be sleeping around with women. You know, when I found out that it's opposite of it, I was surprised, I was shocked. Like, why are men like this now? I, I was seriously, it's, I don't understand. You see, that thing that Adam did, God was not happy with it at all. God was not happy with it. Not even your wife should be able to separate you from the love of God. You see a lot of men today, it is their wife that will, or maybe their girlfriend that will push them to go and be doing yahoo yahoo. It is their girlfriend that will push them to go and do rituals. For what now? He said not even human being, no height, no depth, no any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Lord is teaching us, don't let anything separate you from the love of Christ. We have learned the importance and the advantages there. The Holy Spirit is one of the advantages you get when you are in the side of God. When you are in the side of God, the Holy Spirit will always be there with you. Oh my God. The, the world can be crashing like this. In your heart, you will have peace. By the time you lose that Holy Spirit, you see the prayer of David. He said, take note the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And renew your spirit within me. Because he knows, he knows that without this Holy Spirit, he's gone. He's a gunner. Anybody can just capture him. See what he went through. Running from, from Saul for 15 years or maybe 10 years. That he was running at Asketa. It was the Holy Spirit in him that saved him. Or do you think he, 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 the eyes of the king did not know where he was? Of course, he could capture him at any time. But the Holy Spirit say, don't go to this place. This is where you should go. This is how you should do it. Okay, this is stop. Okay, uh, move. You understand? He said, don't take this Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of my salvation. There is joy in salvation. I told you some testimonies yesterday. I said of people that were wounds, sinners, and then after they are saved, the joy came. They couldn't go back to those things they were doing again. May God help us so that we have time for other podcasts. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this podcast. Thank you, Lord. The word of God has gone out. It has talk to us that we should stay in the Lord, that nothing should separate us from the love of God. Please help us. Keep us in yourself. Let the world go out and do what we are sent out to do. And me, Father, refill me with the Holy Spirit. Thank you for answered prayers. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.